As we continue our series on looking at the Ten Commandments, we come to commandment number five this evening. Commandment number five, we'll get to it in a minute, is sort of different than the first four commandments. If you remember the first three commandments, the first three all deal with how we should treat the Lord our God. The first commandment was, have no other gods before me. The second commandment is, don't make any likeness or graven image, and then bow down and worship that thing. Commandment number three is, do not take the Lord's name in vain. So the first three commandments all deal with how we should treat the Lord. The fourth commandment we looked at last week is an interesting one. It's kind of jammed there in the middle. And that one is, is for us. It says, remember to keep the Sabbath day holy. And as you remember, we talked about how important it is for us to observe the Sabbath for our own benefit. And it's interesting that God gave us a commandment there in the middle that specifically primarily benefits, benefits us when we keep it. Tonight in the fifth commandment, we're going to start to transition here as we talk about the rest of the six commandments all deal with how we treat other people. And this is the first one of that group that we'll look at tonight. But of the six that are left, this is the only one of those six that tells us to do something. The other five tell us to not do something. They all start with, thou shalt not, you shall not do something. But this fifth one says, tells us to do something, and we're going to look at it right now. In fact, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to mention the first five commandments uh, once again, just to recap where we're coming from. Because like I said before, they all build on top of each other. Um, so I'm just going to mention them. The first commandment we talked about, these are in Exodus chapter 20, if you have your Bibles and you're looking at these with me. Exodus chapter 20, we start in verse 3. The first commandment God gave us is, you shall have no other gods before me. That's commandment number one. Commandment number two, very similar. You shall not make for yourself a, a carved image and bow down and worship that thing. Commandment number three, do not take the Lord's name in vain. Commandment number four, like I said before, is remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. And now we come to commandment number five. And this is the commandment. We find it in verse 12 of Exodus chapter 20. And this is what it says. Honor your father and mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. I'll read it one more time. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Again, our point, our goal here is to look at these commandments with eyes of how we practically obey them today as 21st century Christians. How do we obey and practically think about these commandments today? This commandment here we're looking at tonight is one I've heard ever since I was a little boy. Um, obviously, this is one that's very important for parents to teach their children. And so ever since I was a little boy, I've always heard that you should honor your father and your mother. I mean, that was instilled in, in me ever since I was little. So I've had some time to think about that one and, you know, wrestle with that one a little bit. And I think it's interesting how as you become an older man and, and woman is you still keep your father and the mother. Uh, we know if you get married, according to the biblical uh, principles and mandates, is that the man should leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So your relationship changes with your mother and your father once you get married. That's for certain. But it never changes that you have you have a father and a mother, like I do. I, I am a 37-year-old man who was married and has children of my own, and yet I still have a father and a mother. And so that's something we always will have 
you know, unless your parents pass or something happens, you will always have a father and a mother upon this earth. And the Lord gives us a commandment to honor them. Honor your father and your mother. And I think we all know what the word honor means. I think we can come up with a pretty good definition for what that word means. But it did look up the definition just to make sure we understand it correctly. And this is what it says about honor. It's a verb in this tense. It says to regard with great respect. That's what honor means. Regard with great respect. If you take that definition, that's what the Lord wants us to do with our father and our mother is regard them with great respect. And I want us to think about this very practically. How do we do this? What does this look like? Um, what does it mean? What does it not mean? And I want us to understand it and obey it. I want us to abide by this thing. This again is for primarily for your mother and your father, but it's also every single one of these commandments are there to benefit us as well. And I believe if we understand how to honor our father and mother, we will be blessed by doing that. So let's think about it. Father and mother, as you know from growing up in a household with your parents, you do often not see eye to eye with your parents, right? That's obvious. You grow up, I'm knowing that, I'm seeing that now that I have children. My children are very young still, but I can tell there's going to be a struggle with my children seeing eye to eye with myself and my wife. And I remember that growing up. I remember struggling with a lot of the decisions my parents would make because I didn't see it that way. I didn't think that was necessary at that time. I think they were being too harsh. I think they were making too many rules. I think they weren't seeing things from my perspective. And so it was difficult. It was difficult to even think about this commandment going, ah, that's annoying. You know, why can't I just tell my parents what I really think? Or why can't I just tell my parents what I believe is right? No, in fact, I'm supposed to honor them. I'm supposed to show them this great respect. And I was a pretty good kid growing up, relatively, of course. And yet I struggled with this. I struggled with showing the proper respect to my parents. And I have great parents. I have some of the best parents that I could possibly imagine. Um, and my mom and my dad, they're just very godly people and set a great example for their children. And yet, this was still a struggle for me, is to honor my father and my mother. And we're going to look at a couple New Testament passages that go along with this. But before I do that, I just want to think about the word honor. Um, We know that it means respect. We know that it means to regard someone with respect. But if you look up a synonym for the word honor, these are some of the words that come alongside of it. It can also mean esteem. We talked about respect. It can mean respect. It can mean admire. The word honor can mean to appreciate or to value or to cherish. It can mean to revere. It's interesting. In fact, even as I look up the synonyms for this word honor, in the little um, quotations here, it says right under that, we should honor our parents. And I'm, I'm looking at this from a secular website. They took the the commandment there and made this an instance, uh, an example of what you should do with honor. You should honor our parents. It says our written quotes. And that's a commandment from our God. Our God tells us to honor our parents. And it's interesting that the world even understands this concept, that this is important for children to honor their parents. But of course, we live in a sin-cursed, sin-stained world where honoring your parents has sort of gone by the wayside. And it doesn't seem like a lot of children 
do that anymore. It doesn't seem like that's important anymore. It seems like parents today are a resource for their children, and that's about it. They're there to set up the child for success, for the, what the child wants to do. And if the parent is in the way, then the child just needs to steer away from that parent and put themselves in a better position to succeed. But you can tell that's not what God had in mind at all. He told us to honor our father and our mother, to cherish them, to value them, to highly esteem them, to admire them, to look up to them, to revere them, to even fear them. As children are an authority figure over their, excuse me, parents are an authority figure over their children. And as you read the Bible, you can tell that that's very important for people to submit to their authority in a lot of different contexts. God wants it that way. God wants us to be underneath people. And the first time you get an example of that is with your father and your mother. You are born into this world underneath someone's authority, and that's your father and your mother. And you could tell that God wanted it that way. That's not even a curse of sin. God wanted children underneath their parents because very much so the parents in this relationship are the ones representing the Lord and the child is representing the church. So we are to honor and highly esteem and value and cherish our parents. And I'm going to be honest, I wish I had did this more growing up. I wish I had understood this commandment more how important it was to highly esteem and value my parents, because I don't think I did very much. In fact, it took me quite a while to realize, as I looked and gazed around the world at some people who didn't have very good parents or didn't have parents at all, how blessed I was to have the parents that I have, uh, to have the example that I had in my dad and my mom, who ever since we were little taught us how to love the Lord, taught us how important it is to love other people. Um, taught us the gospel, taught us how important the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ is. I'm blessed. I'm blessed to have parents like I do. My parents have been in full-time ministry ever since I can remember. They've been serving the Lord with their entire lives. You know, they took us to camps. They took us on speaking engagements. I've heard my dad speak so many times. I, I can tell his stories, I think, backwards and forwards. Um, and I'm blessed by that. Because my parents set me a wonderful example. And yet growing up, I told you before, I think I struggled showing them the proper honor that they, that they um, expect and deserve. But as I'm growing up as, as a man, and you know, I have children of my own now, and I'm understanding the, the importance of good parents, I'm starting to appreciate my parents. And therefore, I believe the honor that I'm showing my parents has gone up. But you can tell this commandment is directed to children. It says, children, obey your, or excuse me, honor your father and your mother. The commandment, excuse me, the, the New Testament commandment I was going to look at from Ephesians 6 says to children, children, obey your parents in the Lord. And I think obey and honor go hand in hand, but I don't think obedience is really going to happen until honor is there. Unless you respect and revere and cherish somebody who's an authority over you. I don't think you're going to want to obey them. You may obey them out of drudgery, out of fear. Um, as many children know what that's like to just be scared of your parents um, or, or fear the consequence and, and obey simply because of that. But if you want to obey unto the Lord, your parents, you, you need to honor them. And it seems like this word honor is sort of reserved 
for our relationship with our parents. Of course, we should honor the Lord. We should honor anyone. The New Testament tells us that anyone who's in authority over us. But you can tell, I mean, the first time you really explore the word honor is in regards to your father and your mother. The, the cool thing about it is, this is the only commandment out of the ten that comes along with a promise. That's only half of the verse. The first half of the verse says, honor your father and your mother. The second half says, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God has given you. There's a promise attached to this one. And it's a little curious to, to know why. Why is there a promise attached to this one? That your days may be long in the land and that, that it may go well for you? And I've always kind of wondered that. I, I remember hearing that as a little boy and thinking, that's how I live long? That's how I live long? I used to think that as a boy. Honor your father and your mother, because if you do so, you'll live long upon the land that the Lord your God has given you. So the way I took that as a child, the, the pure, simple mind of a child is, if I want to live long on earth and have a nice long life, I need to honor and obey my parents. And I remember thinking that, even growing up, going, that's important. I don't want to die early. I don't want to, you know, scared of death, of course, as a young child. I don't want to die, so I, I want to live a long time, and so I need to show the proper honor to my parents. Um, and we need to look at that promise a little bit more to make sure we understand what it means and why it's there. And I don't know exactly why the promise is there. I can, I can guess. Um, parents are such a gift from God. In fact, any authority figure God gives you, although it may not seem like that, is a gift. We had a uh, discussion about this with a friend of, of mine a few uh, months back about how important it is to submit to authority figures because most of the authority figures in your life are people trying to do the right thing. Now, as we know, there are some who aren't trying to do the right thing, and that's unfortunate that we have people above us, whether it be parents or teachers or bosses or the government, anybody in a position like that who have their own agenda, which really isn't about doing the right thing. It's about promoting their own cause. But generally speaking, most people in authority over us are people who are trying to do the right thing. And I think, I think much more so even with parents, because parents, most of them, generally speaking, love their children. They do. They love their children. And I know my parents love us. I know my parents loved me and my two siblings. They proved it. And therefore, honoring my father and my mother not only should be a delight, it is something that is so important to my own benefit. Because the more I honor my parents and those parents who are looking out for me and showing love to me and taking care of me, their job gets easier. And the more I disobey them, the more I show them you know, a lack of honor, the harder their job gets. In fact, those people are the ones looking out for me. And you've heard the saying, you've heard the old adage, right? Don't bite the hand that feeds. You ever heard that? Don't bite the hand that feeds. It's kind of saying, who you know, those people that take care of you, be careful how you treat them. And I think parents are the perfect example of that. Parents are the ones looking out for you more than anyone else, especially when you're underneath their household. And I know that because I have four children going on five, nobody loves my children upon this earth more than my wife and I. 
No one cares for these children more than Janine and I. We care for them. We look out for their protection, their safety. We feed them. We change their diapers, Janine more so. We, we get up in the night with them. We, we do everything possible to make sure that these children are taken care of. And so when, when my son or daughter dishonors me and disobeys me, it makes my job looking out for them harder. Do you see what the promises may be saying there? Is that just a simple logic? That if you show honor to your father and your mother, it will go well for you. And if you make your make the job of your parents harder, then it may not go so well for you. And I think it's just simple logic, but it's also a promise from God. The second part of that uh, promise is that it, you'll live long upon the land. And I'm going to be honest, I don't know if he's specifically talking about earth. Because, I mean, he's writing this to the children of Israel who are you know, headed toward the promised land, the land of Canaan. Um, and he could specifically be talking about that land. But I think it's it's generally okay to accept that promise and go, well, I think if you honor your father and your mother, you're setting yourself up for a nice long life. And if not specifically upon this earth, we know for certain that it is referring to the next life to come because that's what these commandments are for. They're life-giving. These commandments are life-giving. When you obey them and submit to these commandments, you prove your love for the Lord. And loving the Lord is the path of righteousness. It's the path of eternal life. It says in 1 John 2, those who do the will of God abide forever. So by specifically obeying and submitting to the commandments of God, even here specifically number five, honoring your father and your mother, you're benefiting yourself. You're setting up your life in a better way. You're setting yourself up in an eternal way to live better and longer by honoring your father and your mother. And I do think there are ways to differently do that when you're a child versus when you're an adult. It says in Ephesians 6, the cross-reference I wanted us to look at is Ephesians 6, chapter 1. And this is what it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. And in verse 2 it says, it reiterates the commandment, Honor your father and your mother. This is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. And it just restates the commandment there. But it tells us in verse 1 to obey your parents and the Lord. Children, obey them. In fact, if you go to Colossians 3, chapter 20, it says, Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Everything. Think about that. Obey your parents in everything. And I think that's specifically talking to children who are underneath their parents in the household. Because I think that relationship, as far as authority figure, changes once you're outside of the household of your parents. I don't think that was meant for them to be an authority figure over your life for the rest of your life, especially if you get married or have your own family or live in your own home. But for when you are growing up and they're raising you and rearing you, they are your authority figure for as long as you are there. And we are supposed to honor and obey our parents in everything until that relationship changes. And that's, I mean, think about that. That doesn't leave a lot of wiggle room, does it? Obey your parents in the Lord in everything, towards everything. And I'm sure there are instances that we need to have wisdom where if a parent would ask something 
blatantly against God's will and God's word that we would have wisdom not to do such a thing. But generally speaking, it doesn't go into specifics here. We need to obey our parents in everything. And, and again, if we use more logic here, it's because they know better. Parents know more. Parents have a better perspective of life. Parents know what they're talking about. And if you would have tried to convince me of that as a child, I'm not sure I would have believed you. Because I'm looking at the perspective I have of life. I'm looking at my parents' perspective. And I thought I was seeing more than they were. I thought I had a better understanding of the situation. I, I thought if my parents would step inside my shoes and see the way I was seeing things, then they would have thought differently about it. But as I grow, obviously, I mature and my mind gets better. And I start to realize my parents were right. My parents had a better perspective than I did. My parents knew more than I did. And when my parents said to do something or to not do something, they were actually looking out for my welfare. And as a child, I couldn't really understand why they were setting up such rules. I didn't have the understanding that I do today. But the commandment is very simple for a children, for a child. Obey your parents. Honor your parents in everything. And your life will go well. <laughs> Things will be smoother than if you didn't. And I wish more children heard that today. I wish more children understood that today. I'm going to try to make that um, aware to my own children. Is that if they obey me and honor me, it'll go better for them. Because I'm looking out for them. I love them more than anyone else on the face of the earth. So if they obey and love and show respect to me, it makes my job easier to love them. But first and foremost, the reason we should honor our parents is because the Lord says so. And isn't that something your parents said growing up? You know, I'm already using that as a, as a dad. My, my son will ask, why, dad? Why should I do what you just told me to do? And the, the great clean answer is, because I said so. <laughs> you don't need an explanation, always. In fact, not always do I have the explanation right on the spot. But here's the answer for that, because I said so. And sometimes the Lord just tells us that. And I think this is one of those instances, I don't think you need a lot of understanding about why exactly, Lord, should I obey my parents and everything. But I think the logical reason is because they know more, they love you, they have a per better perspective than you, and they're trying to do what's right, generally speaking. Obey and honor your parents because of that. But like I said before, I understand, you know, I'm speaking to young adults here, the primary audience of this podcast. And, you know, that's the transition of coming out of your parents' home and into a, either a college dorm setting or an apartment or even getting your own family. What does a relationship with your parents look like then? Because now, are we really supposed to obey our parents in everything once we have our own lives and own home and own family? I'm not sure we're supposed to anymore. In fact, I don't think it's right and good for parents to still be barking commandments at their children who are grown and have their own families. I think that would be weird. My parents don't do that. They don't try to, you know, order my life anymore. They, you know, they give me wisdom and, and principles um, to listen to, but they don't try to order my lifestyle any longer because I'm now a dad. I, ha I am now a husband. I'm now the leader of a home. And that relationship changes where I'm not in under their authority any longer. But you know what I think doesn't change? Honoring them. I think honoring your parents remains until 
we pass from this earth. And my parents are still alive. I have a good relationship with my parents. I'm still supposed to honor them. In fact, I live in the same town as my parents. And so I see my parents a lot. And I'm blessed because of that. Because again, I have godly parents. And parents who are living to serve the Lord. And I should honor them. I should honor them because of who they are. I should honor them because of the commandment. I should honor them for how much love they've shown me over the course of my life. They're worthy of honor. And it says that in the new commandment, give honor to whom honor is due. And parents are due our honor. They are worthy of our honor. I do think there's an instance, especially as you're in a position where you're not under your parents' authority any longer. You're now at college, you're in your own home, you're getting a family or you have a family. Where parents, the line is a little blurry at that moment. And I don't understand that part yet. I'm not there with my, my kids are still very young. But I can appreciate that already, that there's a blurry line sometimes with parents who did have children, who those children are now at a position where they're leaving the home. And those parents are still wanting to order their children's lives. And I see it a little bit because I work with young adults. And I see that relationship up close sometimes where parents are still trying to mandate how their children act. Well, I'm going to be honest. I don't know where it starts and stops. I don't know exactly where that relationship of authority starts and stops, especially when college comes into the mix and parents are providing you know, for that college. Then does some of that authority still stay? Does it go away once you move into a dorm setting? I, I don't know. I'm not really here to discuss all of that. What I am saying is I think there's a position later in life where you don't necessarily have to obey everything your parents say but you still need to honor them. In fact, I think the two can happen simultaneously, where your parents come up with something that they want you to abide by, and now you, as a person who is not under their authority any longer, this is, this is a different stage of life, you are now in a position to make your decisions based on the word of God, based on the new authorities that you have, whether it's you know a college or your bosses or you know whomever you're under at that point where you need to order and operate your own life. And your parents aren't in a position any longer to start making mandates and giving you things to live by. But at the same time, find ways to honor them. I think it's okay to disagree with your parents. Not necessarily as children. I think children need to just listen and obey their parents. But adults, adults who have parents, I think there's a way to disagree with your parents and still honor them. And the cool thing about the word honor, like I said before, it's an offensive term. It's a, it's a term that goes on the offense. All the other commandments, the last five, are you shall not do something, like avoid something. But the t when it says um, commandment number five, honor your father and the mother, it's, it's like go on the offense for that. Make sure that you are always showing honor to your parents. And when and if that circumstance comes up where you need to go a different way than what they desire, they've seen a theme of honor that you've shown them over the course of your life. And even that transition of you stepping outside of their authority to your own life will go better when you have wrapped that in the honor you've shown your parents 
over the course of your life. And even in those instances where you need to disagree with your parents because you you see things differently and you have to order your own life and have the responsibility of doing that, there's still ways to honor your parents and disagree with them at the same time. And the reason I bring that up again is because of the age group that I primarily work with. Um, I think sometimes it's hard for parents to let their children go and trust that they'll be okay on the other side. And again, I'm going to have to face that one day, and that's going to be difficult. So I can understand and appreciate the difficulty there with parents. But for children who you know who have their parents who are struggling with that transition, that needs to be a time that we're sensitive to our parents because that that that's like they're losing you to some degree, and they're trying to still help you, even though parents are still giving out you know commandments and things like that at a time where maybe it's not necessary any longer. Those parents are still trying to help you. And we need to honor and show great respect to those parents, especially during such a time, so that that transition for them is even easier. And the Lord will give us wisdom about how to maybe disagree with parents if you know we think it's best according to um, the wisdom he's giving us, because that's a relationship we have forever, of course, is with God. He's always our authority. But with our parents... We need to always, always show them honor. And again, I wish I had done that more growing up. I wish I could tell those of you who are younger to do that more. Go on the offense to show honor and respect and love and reverence to your parents. Show them value. Show them worth. Show how important they are. You know, we just passed Mother's Day, and Mother's Day is one of those times that we have that's dedicated just to show your mom how much you appreciate her. And it's a great day. You know, it's a great day for children to take that time and go, Mom, you're important. Thank you for everything you've done. And then Father's Day comes up, you know, a month or so after that, and that's a day that we pause and say the same to Dad. Dad, thank you for the sacrifices you've made. Thank you for the ways you've taught me and trained me. And we find here in the fifth commandment that it's very important to the Lord that we honor our parents because the parents we have were given to us by God. I didn't choose my dad and my mom. And in fact, I should be incredibly indebted to God because the mom and the dad that I got are wonderful people. God chose wonderful parents for me and my two siblings. And the parents he chose for you are the ones he wanted you to have, good or bad. And by submitting to those people and obeying those people and honoring those people, you honor the Lord. You worship the Lord. And here's the last thing I'll say about honoring and submitting to your parents. It shows a great trust in God when we listen to and honor and submit to our parents because we realize that although they're in control of our lives here upon the earth, God is the one who's really in control of them and everything. So we can submit to our parents because God is the one who's really in control. And I'll tell you this, the last thing I'll say, it's a really important thing. That if you submit to your parents and things don't go the way you imagined, it's the best possible direction for you to go. God would never have you obey one of his commandments and it, for, for it to end up hurting you. There's no way for that to happen. That doesn't mean life won't get harder or more difficult, 
but there's no way for you to submit and obey one of the Lord's commandments and for it to harm you. And when the devil plants that seed inside of our hearts to say, listen, listen, if you go this way, if you submit to and honor your parents in this situation, you're actually going to harm yourself wrong. The devil's lying at that moment. And we need to listen to the commandments of God by honoring our father and our mother so that it may go well with us and we may live long upon the land. I hope you can think of that tonight. Think of practical ways for even you this day, this week, to show honor to your father and your mother. Take time to call them. Take time to write them a note. Take time to take them out to lunch or something and show them how important they are and how valuable and worthwhile they've been in your life. And God will bless you for that. And I need to do that more because, again, I have really godly parents who have given me a really great example of what it means to be a Christian. So I hope this has been a blessing and benefit for you. Um, we'll continue on in our study on the Ten Commandments as we look at the other fives, the other thou shalt not commandments. Uh, but I hope you'll think on this one today. And may the Lord bless us. Thanks for listening.